Okay, the Bernstein Bears in the dark. Being afraid of the dark doesn't just happen to you. It sometimes happens to little bears, too. But are you afraid of the dark? No. I didn't think so. The Bernstein... I am. You are? Berenstain Bears in the Dark by Stan and Jan Berenstain, read by Mommy and Philip. Brother Bear, said Sister impatiently, are you going to take all day to pick your books? Sister and Brother Bear were at the Bear Country Library. Sister had already chosen her books and was waiting at the checkout desk. Hold your horses, said Brother. I'm looking for a good mystery. Sister Bear, wait. What is that new baby? Uh, well, we're looking at a picture of the library, and there's a mommy holding a baby, and she's getting a book off the shelf. And Sister Bear has her book, and Brother Bear is looking at books. And there's other people in the library. Okay. <clears throat> Sister Bear usually took out storybooks and books about nature and sometimes books of poems. Brother liked those too, but lately he'd become interested in mysteries, especially spooky ones. Hey, this one looks good, he said, finally. Okay, let's check out. Hmm, said Sister, looking at the cover. It was called The Case of of the crying cave. It looks scary to me. Kind of does, doesn't it? Say, this is really good, said Brother later that evening when the Bear family had settled down for some reading. Would you like me to read it to you? He asked Sister. Sister was looking at a storybook about three kittens who were arguing about which was the prettiest, and it was pretty boring. Are you scared? teased brother. Of course not, said sister. She left her book on the floor and climbed onto the bench beside him. The mystery began quietly. It told about some bear scouts who were on an overnight camp out. When the scouts discovered a dark secret cave, Brother's mystery began to get a little exciting. And when the cave began to cry and wail, it was anything but quiet. Cried the deep, dark, mysterious cave, read Brother with a lot of expression. Stop, said Sister putting her ear, her fingers in her ears. That's enough! And she went back to her storybook. Scaredy bear, scaredy bear, teased brother. That's quite enough of that, added Papa Bear, looking up from his paper. At the cub's bedtime, Papa and Mama said good night, turned off the light, and left the cubs in the usual sleepy darkness. Outside the treehouse, the bright, busy sounds of day had given way to the soft, soothing sounds of night. The quiet conversations of frogs 
toads, the soft cry of the owl, the sigh of the night wind. And if you listened very hard, you could almost hear the softest sounds of all, the sounds of lightning bugs switching their lights on and off, on and off. Um, I don't know. It, it probably sounds like lightning bugs is another word, another way of calling fireflies. Fireflies and lightning bugs are the same thing. But inside the treehouse, Sister Bear wasn't even beginning to fall asleep. That night, the dark didn't seem the least bit quiet and sleepy. In fact, it seemed like the spooky darkness of a scary cave and the friendly old chest of drawers and funny clothes tree that Papa had made didn't seem so friendly and funny. It seemed more like cave creatures. So when Brother decided to tease her a little more by making a wailing noise, a really spooky wailing noise, it gave her quite a scare. Mama! Papa! She cried. Hurry! Come quick! And come quickly they did. Papa rushed into the dark room and tripped over the clothes tree. Mama rushed in after Papa and tripped over him. In the commotion, Sister fell out of bed and landed on both of them. Then, Brother, who had started it all with his spooky wail, turned on the light. What a mess! Sister, still scared, was holding on to Papa. Papa was holding on to his toe that he had stubbed, and Mama was looking for the nightcap she had lost in the confusion, and all three of them were pretty annoyed with Brother Bear. It turned out to be a very long night in the bear's treehouse. Papa and Mama tried to explain that there was nothing to be afraid of in the dark, except maybe running into your clothes tree and stubbing your toe, but it didn't do any good. Sister absolutely refused to go to sleep with the light off, and Brother positively insisted that he couldn't sleep with the light on. The next morning, the Bear family was very sleepy-eyed. Boy, said Brother, yawning, I sure don't want to sleep through another night like that. Neither do I, said Papa. And I think I've got an idea that might help. He took Sister's hand. Come with me, he said. Where are we going? She wanted to know. Up to the attic. The attic? But it's dark in the attic, even in the daytime. I know, said Papa. But there's something I want to show you. Anyway, there's nothing so special about the dark. It's just part of nature, like the light. It's your imagination that makes the dark seem spooky sometimes. What's imagination? asked Sister. Imagination is what makes us think of chests of drawers and clothes trees as cave creatures. I wish I didn't have one, said Sister. Don't say that, said Papa. A lively imagination is one of the best things a cub can have. 
It's imagination that lets us paint trees and make up poems and invent inventions. The trick is to take charge of your imagination and not let it take charge of you. When they got to the attic, Papa began to rummage through boxes looking for something. Sister tried to follow Papa's advice and not let her imagination take charge. And it worked. A spooky shape turned out to be the shadow of some old tools. And what looked like a giant was really some piled up furniture. Here it is, said Papa. My old nightlight. The one I used when I was a cub and I had a little trouble falling asleep in the dark. Sister couldn't believe that her big, powerful Papa was ever afraid of the dark. Oh, sure, said Papa. Most of us are one time or another. How about reading the rest of the case of the crying cave? Sister asked brother later that day. Are you sure you want me to? Sure, I want to see how it turns out, she insisted. When it turned out that there was nothing very spooky about the terrible wailing noise, it was caused by wind blowing across an opening in the roof of the cave. Like the noise you make when you blow across the top of a bottle. Sister was a little disappointed. And that night, when she and brother were all settled down in the cozy glow of Papa's old nightlight, she said so. I was pretty disappointed, by the way. The case of the Indi- the case of the crying cave ended. Then sister went right to sleep. But brother lay awake for quite some time, listening to the owl's hoot and thinking maybe he'd had enough mysteries for a while. The end. Oof. Did you like it? Yes. Me too.